and the kick is good. Let's get right. You know, you know what I didn't like that you guys talked about um, Donda and uh, Certified Lover when I wasn't here. I actually didn't appreciate that. Chris, you would you want have wanted us to wait a whole week, and now we're not up. Well, I've I think we should talk. Got to get it while it's hot, bro. I know, but I think we should talk about it again. You was living your best life, so we have to live ours. No, because I've really fully digested the albums, both albums, and I okay. feel like Christian Christian's take. You got three minutes. Go. All right, so Donda, I think, is a very good gospel album. You know what I'm saying? There was no cursing. Even you let people use the M-word. The production on it, masterpiece. The song with, with The Weeknd and Lil Baby. Hurricane. If you cut Kanye West part out, it's a perfect song. <laughs> yeah, I was... <laughs> um, he blew mine with that. He song. blew mine with that. A couple songs he really blew. And so, I'm going to say this as well. I don't think Kanye is a great rapper anymore. I don't think he's, I don't know if he can rap anymore. I think he's always been a decent rapper, but a great musician. Yes, great musician, but there was a couple of verses. I'm like, yo, <laughs> you ever seen like, the, like when his verse come on and you see him in that meme where the guy's <laughs> ripping off the headphones? I was like that, that, mm, 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 mm. like that part, I was like, this he, was such a beautiful he song. He was off himself. I know, but it was such a, like, the weekend, 80 degrees, that's nah, so that's beautiful. Right. And then, mm, 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 I was like, to me, sonically though, the best song on the album is Twenty Four. Beautiful. See, that's bro. That song. That song will make a nigga cry. Bro, I'm, a couple of songs make me want to cry. So he got that. I give him that bag. The gospel. If you go, this is a gospel album. He. No, I'm not looking at it like that because it's not a gospel album. But it sounds very much like a gospel album. That's fine, but you include that many rap artists on it, you make a rap album. Bro. But the rappers are rapping about gospel. His last album, Kanye went out his way to specifically say, Facts. "This is a gospel album." He did he not did do that with Donda. Yeah, so. so I don't think you should give him that. That's kind of like, kind of level on the playing field. Okay. Look at that as a rap album. It's a sonically, it's a really good creative rap album. That boy can't rap. He needs <laughs> Sci High to come back and start writing verses for him. Sci is stupid. He's not friends with Sci High no more, though. But I don't think, I don't know what happened to Kanye. But, like, I don't know the last time I heard, like, a, like Diamond's verse. Yeah. Like, when is the last time you heard a verse like that? Like, his Diamonds Are Forever verse. Or, like, when, or, like, Touch the Sky. Or, Dark, or, Touch the Devil sky. in a New Dress. His verse is crazy on that. Yeah. Touch the Sky. Like, where? What happened to those verses? Bro, I miss Cruel Summer again. 2012, when they were dropping, doing Good Fridays, dropping something every Friday. Crazy. And, and my thing is, too, you know how you know, people be like, oh, I miss the old Kanye? Fuck, but, but like, so good. Kanye could still <laughs> rap about what he's rapping about. You don't have to rap about, he could still rap about God and all this stuff. We could do it, like, in a lyric. Like, you could be a good rapper and yeah, rap about what he's rapping about. I feel like he's just not doing that. Yeah. And like that whole his whole Playboy Cardi bag, he needs to throw that in the trash because Playboy Cardi needs to throw his whole career in the trash. Bro. So anytime you try to act like a trash person, like you you are my father, you're a fan of Playboy Cardi? No. I'm it's not that I'm a fan of Playboy oh, Cardi. A fan of Playboy Cardi. I was. But I'm not gonna lie. I think like I think he's a part like he kinda he kind of opened up or, like, is a part of, like, a certain yep. culture. That whole thing needs to go in the trash. That <laughs> entire, like, who's no, the... I think what's it's... The, I think it's it was, <laughs> I exactly what you Double mean. Down Chris is here to play this Sunday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, Definitely I, is good trash. I think it's... Yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah, different it's creatives. 
garbage. Yeah. Like Koi, what's her name? Even that girl from Hackensack. <laughs> when she, I was listening to a song. Uzi's even out of that bag. Uzi's in a different market now. Uzi it makes good music. Yes. He's Pluto. He's baby Pluto. I like that for him. It fits him well. But that whole. I was so thirty thousand. It was a thousand. Yo, take that. Take that to the track. I was an advocate for Playboy Cardi until two thousand eighteen. After Die Lit, that man started doing some questionable things. Ain't no racist kids. I couldn't. I couldn't. I I know that. (laughs) (laughs) He was. He he stayed to play video games instead of showing it to the birth of his child. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think stuff like that is stupid. You're trying to spite somebody, but you're really like. Ruining your... Having a child. Being a, <laughs> like, being a bad father. Yeah, you're being a, a terrible person. So... But, to me, his, his type of... that It's like, it's run his course, that whole style of music. I I think he was good at what he was doing before, when it was popular, but he never attempted to grow out of that. Uzi showed that he could rap. Uzi has songs... Uzi could rap. Him rapping, rapping, before, like, his... <laughs> His uh his name before Lil Uzi his name was Steak Town. He was rapping. Yeah, like his. Cause he's from Philly. His verse on the Little Baby's album. Mm-hmm. I forgot what song that is, but he snapped. And they asked him about it. He's like, I had to, cause Little Baby I had to snap. Yeah. But and his like his cadence is everything. He can change it. Like he has versatility. Different sound. I don't think Playboy Cardi has that. And if anyone who <laughs> listens to this. Got offended by my um, take down. on Playboy. Double Card- down. No, let me finish. Let's get it. Anybody, anybody who got offended by my take <laughs> on on Playboy, I'm not sorry because that man is trash. And if you like his music, I question your <laughs> your, your taste for music. Yo, Jay he said, and I'd like to take this time <laughs> to apologize <laughs> to absolutely <laughs> fucking nobody. <laughs> Yo, no dis- and, but I will say no disrespect. No, nah, yeah, no disrespect. Like I think. Alright, so, like, if you look at, like, subcultures of rap, right, there's always people that spawn from other people. Mm. Like, I think now, if you look at Baby Keem, he's kind of in that tone of rap, but he's really good at changing himself and putting himself in other bags. Like, he, from Orange Soda, if you listen to that song, it's like, oh, you could pretty much think that he makes, like, just that poppy type of music. You feel me? Like, it's just... Is that kind of pop? No, I mean, like, when I say pop, I mean, like, has, like, a bounce to it. Oh, okay, okay. Type of shit. You feel me? And he goes from that to, like, being on a song with his cousin Kendrick and the family ties. Like, he's rapping on that shit. That song is hard. The visual is hard. His new album, I downloaded it. Didn't listen to it yet, so I can't speak about it. But I've heard really good things about his new album. His old album, or his first EP, I think it was called, it's called Die For My Bitch. That's your heart. Vori is hard. Vori is hard. Vori is hard as fuck. I fuck with him. He looks nothing like he sounds. (laughs) <laughs> like at he, all <laughs> he's singing about love but he's like, kind of a gangster like yeah. Young Blue like it's so funny to me like romantic gangsters like like wow you make good love song but you're really a gangster like, like Young Blue you said like Fetty Wap huh yo yeah, I, listen actually we that? support local talent here we do so, honestly shout yes. out Fetty you just said um this girl asked oh wow but she don't she disrespect the hack and sack so she did what she said? She jacked, she's from Boston, she said. Oh, she's she was, Boston? She, she was born out there, but she moved out here when she was like five. So she said she's from Boston. She's like, that's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, honestly. That's I a write-off in my book. <laughs> I don't. I really don't care enough to talk about it. I moved to Hack Attack like a few years ago. 
I don't got no beef with nobody. I don't care. A few years ago, DK. A few years ago. I moved over here in 2014. That's not a few years, bro. I'm. It, I mean, I, now it's been a, a long time. Yes. But you said you just said a few years ago. But I'm saying I don't not I don't care enough to talk about the girl like I know her. So I don't want to make it seem like I know her. So, so are you from Hackensack? No. He won't say it. He won't say it. I'm not. I'm just messing with you, bro. You know, I'm you from Hackensack. Anyway, um, you you from Philly, so. Absolutely. Hackensack? I'm definitely from Philly. <laughs> That's for us, Cat. I went to school in Hackensack. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to be technical, mm-hmm. right? I lived in Hackensack my junior year. That's one year. Mm-hmm. Lived in Hackensack my senior year. Mm-hmm. It's two years. Mm-hmm. Left the school. I lived in Hackensack in the summers. So I really lived in more places in these last couple of years than Hackensack. Am I valid on that? I think I am. Kaboom! You have less opinion that was valid or not? Huh? Kaboom! That's like you me. Said like, he just I feel dismissed like me. Us. Like I'm from Garfield. You feel me? I feel like I can't even claim anywhere else I'm from. I was raised or born in, and I can't claim it. I've been in here since I was. You a shakehead, boy? I've been in. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in Garfield since I was in fourth grade. I gotta claim it. I can't. Yeah, I've been in. Well, I lived in Bloomfield since I was what, like in kindergarten. And then I moved out of Bloomfield when I was like eighteen. So you from I'm going I'm from Bloomfield. You're from Bloomfield. Like, um, Two of my boys from out there, gang members, you know both of them. Swan yeah. and Reggie. Yes, yes, yes. We actually grew up around I'm not actually in a gang people. Down the street. Jace looked mad because why is this shouting these gang members? Why is he shouting out gang members? Yeah. Nah, those are my two boys, man. Day ones. Oh, yeah, they are gang members. Why are you I got Welcome back to the, another episode of the Demigod Chronicles. This is your boy Asante Dyer, aka Demigod. Uh, this is episode forty. You feel me? Got that forty ounce bouncing. Lay got an attitude and today. Yeah. I really, I do have a really bad attitude actually, because they didn't song. tell me it was episode forty, and you know why? Because on episode thirty nine, we said it's episode forty next time. So maybe if you would have been for 39, Ooh. you would have known. That's fair. That's what happened, Santi. That's why she doesn't I wasn't know. even going to say that. That's fair. I, this was going to be I'm, my rebuttal. I'm, Did LeBron have to tell JR that there was three seconds left on that clock? He should have. <laughs> or should, or should JR have been paying attention to the game? He should have. He should have. <laughs> he should have. <laughs> yeah, he should have told him. They would have got no, chipped right now. No, he really should have. Okay. They might have won prob- the chip. They probably would have moved better. It would have been more like so we we could have been outside, you know, doing something. It is so early. We could have been wait it doing an activity. Are you the event planner? For no. episode who's the, who's the forty, and I think y'all it's over a here DC playing. Member to the left of me. Jace, you know who the event planner is? But I'm trying to say... The same person who's HR. Oh, my God. Who don't got nobody next to them. Okay. Did you... Did you... Did you... Okay. Did you file Jalen's paperwork? <laughs> you know what? There's a lot... A lot happening these days, okay? And I'm, I apologize for me not being as... Um, I guess I can be like a little bit more. Um, We're just yanking your produ- chain. Productive and no, um, no like <laughs> doing more. 
No, I understand. I do understand you guys' frustration, and I apologize. I can definitely do better, and I'm gonna do better. She, accountability. But, she said on the. Oh, and for more accountability, this is our last episode without everyone having their own mic. Okay, I like that. I said it now, so. Okay. Yeah. So next episode, you're not gonna have a mic. Is what you're saying? No, I'm gonna have my own. It's gonna be attached to this right now. Nah, I'm only fucking with you. But yeah, uh, oh yeah. So some more uh, DGC news. She Jay. wasn't. She wasn't done. You also, oh, I'm sorry. Right. I, was gonna... I wasn't done. I apologize. Also, we should have done something cute for this episode, but I'm going to talk to you guys about that after. But I'm very, I do have an attitude. I'm just saying, we post the episodes every week. Every I, I, I know, I have a general idea what episode it is every week. You know what's funny? Attitude. Every time someone says, I'm just saying, I think of, I'm just saying you could do better. You could do better, life. Whatever. I'm, I'm over joking. it. I never even gave my certified love boy take. I'm over y'all. You didn't. But yeah, Jalen. You know he coached Wheeler now, so he can't be here full time. So Jalen gonna be popping in and out. So you feel me? You gonna see seeing less of my boy Jay, but he's still here, still gang shit. Once again, we're not in the gang. But yeah. And if we was in the gang. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell the people, everyone out there that want to give you marketing if we, dollars. If it was, no, I'm joking. We're not in a game. I wouldn't last. I wouldn't last. <laughs> they would send me on a mission. I'm like, I can't do that, buddy. You know why we can't do that? Because that's just not right. I would just, <laughs> they would kick me out. Like, just stay out of here. Like, you got to introduce yourself, though. Episode How you guys doing? Um, my name is Christian Lopez. Um, I happen to be a coast. A ho- coast. That's a new one. A co-host on this show. Um, so yeah, episode 40, 40, that's almost 50, there's 56 weeks in a year, 52, 52, 52, almost 52, which would make a year of podcasting, don't let that go over your head. Well guys, it's me, Alasia. Back at it. Jace, I think we need you popping for another energy booster. An, an, another week. <laughs> Jake, how does she sound? No, do I sound good? Sound good. Like like she whispering? Yeah. Y'all trying to play me? <laughs> Anyways, I'm back here for another week with my brother. Man, excited to be here, but I got an attitude because didn't know it was episode forty. So. We're just gonna move on. And how's everybody's week and day? I'm cool. How's My week going? It was great. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh. Where's the rest of it? Oh, oh. Well, side note: My take on Certified Low Boy. It was a great album. Drake has mastered the craft. I was gonna let you go back into that. Of, of making that. music. All I have to say about him is he's mastered his craft. He knows how to make a perfect melody. But something I wanted to share is, so I read this book called How to Be Anti-Racist, right? And I found out I'm racist. (laughs) It was a big eye-opener for me. I was shocked, you know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't consider myself to be racist. But it turns out I happen to be racist. So we're working through that. Are you racist or are you prejudiced? No, 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 no. I'm racist. Why? Okay. (laughs) You have to go into a little bit yeah, more Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk this. about yeah. it. I bet you guys all are all racist. I bet you everyone in here okay. is racist. Oh, right, man. Right, then we right, got right. Right. had There's a good this... run. 40 episodes. <laughs> 40 episodes was a good run, man. No, bro. You got to understand okay, what I mean so by it. Like, you guys think 
black people to be racist? Of course. See, I don't. I, right yeah, I don't, I don't oh. subscribe to that whole thing. What do you What are you gonna say? What you are you gonna say? I don't think you have to be a, a, the superior race to be racist. Wait, wait hold think, on. Wait, hold, what are you gonna say? No. Why? Black people can't be racist. Or can't be. Racist? No, 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 no. I didn't say anything. Oh. I'm trying to hear what you guys are saying. Go ahead. Finish. I feel like if you're gonna be like, oh, I hate everyone but me, <laughs> but because your race is your race isn't the most powerful. I think that was people's argument was that your race has to be mm-hmm. at like the superior which race. Be, Camera. Oh, Come yeah, like your race has to be superior to all other races to mm-hmm. be considered yeah a race. That's a concept in the book that people think that, and it's not true. Okay, so what side of the coin should we be on? Cause I, I mean I think anyone can be racist. Yo, honestly. I'm telling but you, I think I'm racist. What, crazy. what I might be describing as racism might be you being prejudiced. Mm-hmm. So school me, let's get it. Okay, so racist. Maybe these are some things, some key concepts. So racists believe that racial inequality is caused by an inferior black culture, and I can't lie. Wait, 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 one more time. Racists believe that racial inequality is caused by an inferior black culture. Right, and I was under the belief. I always tell you guys, I feel like we have culture issues, and not just our culture, just in America in general. Mm-hmm. I always believe that hey, that if we, as I always feel like if we as black people did certain things like within our culture, we would progress as a group a lot further. But he said to hold this opinion would deem. I didn't agree with everything he said in the book, by the way. He said to hold this opinion would deem you racist. That if if you believe that things within a racist culture needs to change in order them to progress. Then that's being racist. Wait, so is that makes racism sound good? Wait, yeah, what? I'm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So whoa, what? Whoa, what whoa. are what are the people yeah, yeah, that yeah. live in like the <laughs> deep woods of fucking Alabama that skin anything that passes them that isn't white? What are they? They're racist too, obviously. They, so are there wait, d- different levels so, of racism? Wait, I don't know. Okay. Wait. Can you say okay? Say that one more time. Okay. Okay. So the racist, because you understand racism, is why you're racist. So he's saying. Wait. Let me say. It. I want to see if I'm if I'm at least along the, the path I should be. I think what he said is, being racist mm-hmm. means that you see a problem. No, no, no. I gave the definition right here. Now I'll tell you what I said before, but I'll tell you what the definition of racist is. Okay. A racist is someone who communicates that ideas that are racist or who supports racist po- policies either actively or being apathetic. A racist idea is one that posits any racial group as being better or worse than another, either biologically, culturally, or in other aspects. For example, when Thomas Jefferson, the clip, oh, I like that guy. I used to like that president. Thomas Jefferson compared that. African-Americans are fierce to white in the embowment of body and mind. So a racist is someone who either someone who communicates ideas that are racist or supports racist policies either actively, actively or apathetic. And a racist idea is one that posits any racial group as being better or worse than another either by uh, biologically, culturally, or any other aspect. Okay. See... And for me, I would I'm under the belief that hey, certain cultures, I mean they're getting better results. So wouldn't they like wouldn't we need to improve our culture? Right? Yes. Yeah, so, so with that, with what you just said, now let's open up the idea, like is it is it is he suggesting that there's like 
positive racism and negative racism? So, like the negative, because you seeing if you if you can identify a problem, right, mm-hmm. and that classifies you as being racist, right? Mm-hmm. But is it because you, you associate that problem? You with that you identifying the problem and being on the side of the cause of wanting to help it mm-hmm. versus being I, identifying the problem and being like, all right, I'm embracing that idea and that this is wrong. So I think he would maybe he's in, he would classify that as being <sighs> anti-racist. So say you pass like affirmative action, for example. Like a lot of a lot of people would say, oh, affirmative action is racist, but no, firm action affirmative action is anti-racist because it recognizes the fact that minority groups aren't um, aren't recognized or aren't part of maybe college or aren't part of like say like my school for instance, Muhlenberg. They actively went out and tried to get people from inner cities and tried to get minorities into the school. Like they actively did that, and maybe some. Uh, people who were from maybe the suburbs, well off, and maybe of a more affluent race group. Maybe one of them lost one of their spots because Muhlenberg actively went out and looked for for people of minorities. So people would be like, "That's racist," but that's called that's he would never demonize that as being anti-racist. Any policy that looks to help out a race group that is not that is clearly like struggling in this area, like affirmative action and things like that. That's not racist. That's anti-racist. He would say. So I feel like then you would be anti-racist because you identify the problem, but you, mm-hmm. I feel like you actively work against the problem within your. You may not be combating it in a in a grand scheme of like everyone is going through it, but as far as your life goes, yeah. you try to make sure that you, like, you feel me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a couple. There's more things too that really blew me off. That I was like, what? The blew I you I- off? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> but I'm a child. I'm sorry, but. You gotta send me some like, of that book. If, if anybody, anybody clips that shit, just Chris just going, I'm racist. Yeah. And then just ends the clip right there. Fuck you. Listen to the rest of the episode. Bro, I don't <laughs> care. Right. Bro, I, bro any, people who do that, by the way, like, we're getting, this, we're gonna come back. But pe- this little sign. People who do that, like, go out there, like, say someone's like, oh, I wanna mess up Chris. I'm gonna clip it. Maybe there's people, maybe there's someone out there like that. Bro, your life is like, like, that's what you live for. To try to clip to try and cancel someone out of context, like even people who do yeah, it to yeah, like yeah. people who are successful, like mm-hmm. people who maybe clip something Kevin Samuel says to try and make him look like a terrible person. Like if you really do that with your life, like what a waste! Like do something productive. You You're know a waste, I mean? man. I don't want to call them a waste. I, they're wasting their life because, bro, if you if your life purpose is to try and ruin other people's lives, then you will never be blessed. You're gonna be a miserable person your whole life. There's Absolutely. no way to be happy on the inside. And all your actions show miserable and hate. You know what I mean? So, obviously... One more time? What? There's no way to... Oh, there's... You can't... Basically, you can't be happy on the... And if you do things that are like are unhappy and just negative energy on the outside, that's going to be in you. You know what I mean? What you reflect on the out, like the hate... Was it, isn't there a movie that the hate you give? Like, the hate... Like, you can't mm-hmm. be a hateful person. And like, I hate this, I hate that, or uh, I'm going to get this person. And then that not reflect back into you you know what I mean like a lot of people like, like even when you want to argue with someone right and you're like I just want to tell them about themselves what you don't realize is all you're really doing is one you're going to make them believe what they believe already even more when you argue with someone and you're going to ruin your own mood because that negative energy you're conducting in the conversation is going to come back inside of you and it's going to be stuck within you absolutely so but back to what we were talking about the, the anti-racist stuff it also said 
that if you think any race group, and this is what this one really got me. At first, I was going back and forth with him. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I know, like, I'm not racist, obviously. This one, I was like, wow, he just educated me. <laughs> uh, quick sidebar. What? When you're reading something, right, and in your head, you immediately disagree with it. Yeah. Sometimes, don't you have to say that shit a lot? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I do it all the time. I, I argue with books all the time. Literally, because it's like, bro, and there's no one there to like say, yeah. like, yo, look at this. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so it's just like, you know how when you read, it's yeah. the voice in your head yeah. like, saying the word? Yeah. So that same voice, was like, I have to make it say, like, nigga, that shit don't make no goddamn yeah. sense. I be mean, arguing, bro. I really be writing in books like, I agree with this. I don't agree with this. But he says this one really it was got me. I was like, I really believe this. He goes, if you believe that race, any race group, is biologically different from another race group that's racist that's a racist because it's a racist idea that you're pushing it turns out every human black white whatever is 99.99 percent biologically the same and not only are they technically a race but let me even finish is even crazier so there is more similarities with people of different races in your geographical area you were born than a race like say like this. that's what i was gonna say it's so, regional so say i'm black right and i'm from africa right and i live in eastern africa right but i'm black eastern africa black live there and you get a black person from western africa right they look completely different the person who lives in eastern africa will have more features similar to people in that eastern area black white doesn't matter than that in the western african will have similar more similar features to everybody on the western side of the world. Black, white, doesn't matter. Yeah. So your skin color really is of minor significance. Like, we're like we're from, like even us, me and Asante, we're from Jamaica, per se. We're from, and I think Jamaicans are from like Kenya, maybe, right? We would have more similarities to any white country, right? Like physical, that is in that area, than if we went and try to compare ourselves to people in Ethiopia. We'd look completely different. And to me, I was like, oh, whoa, it blew my mind. Because I used to always think, like, oh, black and white people, like, we're obviously biologically different. Like, we just, we look different, but it's just not true. It's actually, we're 99, we're all 99.99% genetically the same. Yeah, I just think attributes are different. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. you don't see too many white people that are born with our type of hair. You don't see too many black people that are born with white people type of hair. Mm-hmm. So when you look into that stuff, that stuff's different. But I think you're right. Like, the actual genetic makeup. Because that's all I was going to say is, like, I feel like, regionally to survive in different areas people are going to be are different you feel me mm-hmm. different heights and sizes and but even to your point bro you gotta look at it like well the bible for say when it describes jesus it describes him as having olive skin so like we're probably tan and having nappy hair like a sheep so like even like him wolf. you know so, so jesus wasn't per se my dark black skin color but he had the same hair as me you know what i mean and it's like that's so, even if you see like when you see white people with curly hair or like white people with afros, you know. I think there's a study called genome. If you look, if you look at Egyptians though, even in today, they'll be like I have a couple of friends that they like lace complexion, mm-hmm. and they have like like when they grow their hair out, their hair's that has a fro, like curls and and everything. Mm-hmm. So I just think that like that is not like. I don't, you don't see too many, but like you have people that's like a Blake Griffin, where he's mixed. Yeah, and he's he he'll he look white. He looks white, or like a um a logic. He looks white, mm-hmm. but they're one of their parents is completely black, so yeah. they they have the hair. You feel me, bro? And it's even crazier, bro, because like this whole idea of like even us to say like he's mixed, 
you know race was never even a thing until Portugal until it was I think it was a I think they said it was a Portuguese maybe it was a, someone in Portugal I don't know if it was like a king or someone in Portugal wanted to like slavery was always a thing too but Portu- someone in Portugal wanted to I think start selling slaves right or like like, do, like he wanted to change the way of life he did something different so he created the construct of race to make it okay of like oh we're selling black people but he had to create race to then say oh people of this race group are inferior to people of this other race group that he created so he could freely get off selling slaves like yeah. that's like even in America that you had to push propaganda just to even like to even make the people who are here believe slavery was okay propaganda had to be pushed so they had to in- internalize that black people were inferior because what really worked like so the, the the end of Jim Crow is that you saw the civil rights when you saw people in church clothes and kids who looked like just normal people on TV getting beat and you're like that person is looking inferior the person looks like me they're going to church on a Sunday in church clothes and nice clothes like why are they getting beat and that made them realize oh shit like this isn't right there's nothing wrong with that group of people but before TV that wasn't a thing before, back in the day you would have never saw that you would have never you would have got a newspaper article a newspaper by then could just write what they want but for people to broadcast it you, it, would, it, would, it made people in America be like huh like yeah. they're not so different from me you know I, I'd say race is definitely um like you know how fucking because the articles of confederation failed they had to come up with the, the declaration of independence they went through the feudal system they went through the caste system mm-hmm. and at, in both those systems genetically the people that are at the bottom of those systems are always the people that are of darker skin yep. the feudal system it was all had to do with uh, subservitude and freaking you having to work for somebody and stuff like that but the people that were let into the army was always like the fair skinned people because mm-hmm. it was it was religious people it, they were uh, poli- like political like kings and queens mm-hmm. and then the next thing you could be under that besides like a like a regular servant military. is military and the people that was led to the military was like people that looked of lighter skin and were mm-hmm. so it was always like the people that were servants or like in a caste system they had people that were they were called untouchables mm-hmm. and it was like you would be better off being touched by dirt than being touched by these people and it was always the darkest skin and you know it's crazy even like that construct like that caste system construct for had to be created for their society to move forward mm-hmm. like they had to make up the untouchables like oh don't touch them don't work with them because then then you can normalize the way you treat them and, you know and think about the people that created the society yeah always it's, it's always created that no matter where you are in the society you can't move from there even with birth yeah because the people who make it exactly want to keep their power forever. they, they yeah. want to keep their like if you look in mm-hmm. the caste system if i'm if my family's a royal family we're going to be a royal family forever yep. there's going to be more people introduced into the family Mm-hmm. If you look at the feudal, uh, the feudal system, if my castle is the top of the food chain, my family's always going to own this castle. Yep. And you can't come from subservitude to making yourself into the castle. You mm-hmm. stay in that bracket. You might be able to go up and be a sharecropper, mm-hmm. but you can't get past that pretty much. And you know what's crazy, bro? They even, even them who like live life like that, even for you to make up that rule, you have to have an understanding that everyone's equal. Because you're making up a rule and way of society to convince people something that 
you want them to believe. So you have to go out and then convince people that everyone is not equal, which means you understand everyone's equal. The same way in America, in a sense mm-hmm. of think about it, like back then in the caste system, it's like, oh, we have to keep those people down below. Because same way in America, you go from rags to riches. What if the next? What if someone in that on the untouchable was born and he was a genius? He would have worked his way to the top and taken their spot. So the only way to stop that from happening is to say, hey, all these group, majority of the population, you guys have to stay there and you're untouchable. And my family is going to stay at the top because at the end of the day, you can't guarantee you're going to keep producing mm-hmm. the most, you're going to keep producing the most ambitious, intelligent people in society. There's no guarantee to that. But I can almost guarantee in that group of millions of people, they're going to produce some really sharp and bright people who will rise to power if you give them the freedom to. And your family will lose power. That's but they don't want that. You know, they, they, they didn't. Have, they didn't want that. They have the whole thing like where, where there's a will, there's a way. If you take away somebody's will, there won't be a way for them. Because like if I know, no matter what I do in life, no matter how successful I am, no matter how, how hard I study, I will always only be able to freaking be able to make it into the the corridor of the castle and be able to uh, harvest crops. How hard am I really gonna work? Yep. Like, what's the determination? What's the end goal for myself? But if I was to say, like, listen, you were born, like, your family's, like, the bottom of the bottom. Like, they don't even, they would rather give the food to the pigs before they give it to your family. You know. <laughs> My fault. They, That's just crazy to say. Yeah, no, nah, but That's it's true. That's crazy to say. It's true, though. They, they would rather feed their royal animals with food rather than give it to people. That's why you see people, like, steal bread and shit like that. But if you can't make it out of that, then, of course, mm-hmm. you're going to be the low-level ones that's going to steal and rob because it's like yo I can't get no lower than this bro Yep, I can't get no lower than this so that carries through everything it's, it's a part of each system mm-hmm. and it's a part of now when you see with yeah. races and stuff like that it's like a, a person's always put inside of a box mm-hmm. and it's that person's job to realize that they're not a part of a culture that can't rise out of whatever they is, they're in people will have that standard in their head it's like oh Nigga, this is all we got, but it's, that's not true. Because if that was if that was true, then everyone that was ever born in your neighborhood would still be in your neighborhood, and that's never the case. Yeah. And and just so you get back a little bit to your point too about uh, you asked me who asked me before if black people can be racist. I want to touch on so to your point, bro. So when we go back to the community, black community. He talks about it a lot. I think that's part one of the parts in the book where he talks about how black people are racist. So he talks one first thing. One of the first things he talks about is <coughs> bless you is skin. There's a belief in the black community that light skin is better. Like white, like light skinned women, for instance, are treated better than dark skinned women are. They said, "Yo, even when a black person is deemed smart, like say you have a group of people at work or something, and you're like, yo, that black person's smart. When you think about them later, they said you'll remember them being lighter than they truly are. They did studies like." They'll come back and be like, oh, that person's light. Yeah, they're light-skinned. And it turns out, no, that person's really dark-skinned. But when you view them as smart, you internalize of them being lighter because there's a bias that lighter is better. So that's why you go to the number one killer in some Caribbean countries is bleaching cream. Mm. Everyone trying to bleach their skin mm-hmm. to be lighter. You know what I mean? So that's one of the major ways black people distribute racism on the sense of because the way he, the way he – um, defines racism is if you push any type of idea or belief. So the belief that light-skinned people are better negatively affects black people. 
you're, you're saying that the darker you are, you're, the worse you are, this, all this stuff. And if you believe that in our community, then you're making it worse. You know what I mean? You're making it harder. Um, another, like, another thing he was talking about, and we probably all know people like this, where he said that he was eating lunch with someone one day. And some guy was like, man, I'm tired of these cops treating me like these niggas. So he was saying, he was a black guy who said that. So he's basically saying, oh, why I have money. I'm in, I'm in a big, nice job. Why are they treating me like someone from the hood? So, but why are you creating a separation from the two and saying that you deserve better treatment? Because you have money. Because you have money and you're not like those niggas. Like what, yeah, yeah, yeah. what does that even mean? To say? How many times we hear people say that? Like, oh, I'm not like that. It's like, bro, what do you mean? Like, by you saying that, you're automatically saying that whatever group that you're saying these people to, you're making them inferior, and you're creating a superiority complex that, hey, because I have this job, even though I'm black, I'm still better than other black. Like, what? You know what I mean? How many black people in our community believe that? You know what I mean? Especially even black people. To me, that's only true in morality. Like, regardless of whatever race or skin color you are, how light or dark you are, Mm -hmm. I'm always going to think I'm better than a person that goes out and, like, steals and commits robberies and rapes people and does shit like that. Like, if you're stealing because you're hungry, it's different. If you're stealing because you can, like, you feel me? Or if you're raping someone or kidnapping people or selling people into shit like that. Like, I'm always going to think I'm better than a person like that. You feel Mm -hmm. me? But as far as you being better than somebody because you're from a different area or you being fair, that doesn't matter, bro. That really does not matter. Because I've met people Mm -hmm. from like the trenches have been some of the like nicest people I've ever met and I've met people from nice ass areas that just want the what, what do you call it the like the the facade of living a hard life it's like bro you have an easy life and you're pretending like your shit is crazy mm-hmm. I met a kid at school like that oh, he's like me? yeah bro do the shit crazy at home do the nigga on section 8 and all this other stuff then one of my teammates was, like, visiting where he's from. And he, like, went to his house. He's like, yo, bro, you got a nice-ass crib. You got a car at the crib. All this other shit. Told mad people. And he's looking at him like, what? He's like, he's like, yeah, I mean, my mom's doing that, but, like, I still grew up hard. But it's like, but why are you trying to make it seem like? Yeah, you know what I mean? Remember in fucking lottery ticket? He's like, I can't eat, nigga. I'm broke. Like, he at school like that, like, talking about something like, this school shit don't work out, like. But there's people that really have that that situation. Like, they go home. Brandon Marshall talked about this shit on his podcast before. Like, he oh, said he, w- he would go from playing in, like, the biggest games on TV. Like, playing in a bowl game. 50,000 people in the stands. Two million people watching, like, the, bro- the live broadcast. Then he, get, he finally gets a break. He gets to go home. He come home. And he had to stay in a, a motel with, his fam- with eight people in one motel room. Because his whole family got kicked out the house. And he was there for months. His coach called him, asked him if he's working at, like, how can he get access to a gym at home? How can he? So he was like, a lot of times he just stayed on campus because that was the shit that they had to face, like, going home. So it's like, if there's people that, that like, you pretending to come from some shit like that is super insensitive to the people that's actually going through shit. That's why I hate when people are having bad days. And they make one bad day make it seem like their life is terrible. I'm like, yo, you, there's actually people out there with terrible lives, bro. Like, there's people out there that, you know, lost both parents through the pandemic, lost someone really close to a pandemic. But you're complaining about you not being able to go enjoy your social life with your friend anymore. And you're making it seem like, oh, life's so boring. And so, I don't, like, there's people that can't even live their lives anymore. And I, they would rather be in the house quarantine chilling than not be alive. You feel know I me? Mean? So, it's like, 
you always have to be sensitive to what somebody else is going through because the same way you're saying like he's like, why are you treating me like those niggas if you can see that there's something wrong in the way you're being treated you shouldn't be okay with them being treated like that to begin with yep like that like that room with the lady she's like oh who thinks there's a problem with how black people are treated and like barely people raise their hand it's like alright who would want to be treated like a black person no one raised their hand <laughs> Like, if none of y'all raising your hand, then y'all all know there's an issue. And if you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And that, and that to the point, I was pointing, that's also racist. Like, see, if you know there's issues and you don't do anything about it, like, that's not what the word, maybe I'm misunderstanding, apathetic. It mm-hmm. means, like, you don't do anything, right? So if, you under, if you're aware of something, that's what it means, right? Someone fact check me. Apathetic means to, like, not do anything, right? If I sound like a nut <laughs> and going to this point. It means you don't care at all. Not to care at all. So yeah. to my point, like, to the point, so those people in that room, mm-hmm. like, so you're aware of it, you understand, but it's like, not my problem. That's racist because, and the reason it is, is the way he defines it. Because anytime you're doing something that pushes or that helps another group by race to be worse off, well, by doing nothing, choosing to do nothing is still a decision. So because of your nothingness or not caring, their lives are still worse off. You know what I'm saying? You're still making their lives worse. So, and it was another point too about white uh, black people being racist is that anytime you say things like, "This how you, this is how you know you're messing up about race." This is this one got me too. It's like you say anything like, like say you say, "Obviously, I don't believe this." I'm just gonna give an example. You say, "Oh, all white people are evil." Anytime you say something like that, like if you say, "Oh, all black people run fast," or "Oh, all Asians are smart," anytime you say something like that and you generalize for a group like that, you're being racist. And I remember I took a gender and Jim Crow class, so I found out everything that happened in America from like day one of like laws that were passed, how they treated us. I, I could say I, I built up a, at that time I had like a, not hate, but a distaste for, I would say white people in general. Cause I, what I learned, I reflected on them. Like this is you guys fault. So every time I saw white people, it's like, well, this is your fault. Until I got older and I got a little more educated and realized, no, it's not, it's not even white people. It's really not. It's just what's really the issue is, like, even when people say something about white supremacy, they're really not talking about. Because at the end of the day, if you go to the Queen Elizabeth's house, the people who get her out of bed, make her bed for her, wash all her clothes, make her food, I'm pretty sure a large percent of them is white. <laughs> those people, when she's walking and they're all screaming, she's like, don't touch me. Those are all white people. So it's not that she's white supremacy thinks they're superior to black people or other races it's no i'm my family bloodline is superior to everybody's so dick gregory helped me understand that like white supremacy isn't about white people you know what i'm saying he goes the he goes he said the most black people he goes he ran he was the first black person to run for president he's like if i became president the first thing i'm gonna do he was a comedian too is make all black people apologize to white people because you guys he said you guys are mad at the wrong white people he was like yo be serious like be really serious with yourself you think Ku Klux, the Ku Klux Klan makes, uh, makes public policy? Like, you think the Ku Klux Klan is in these meeting rooms making the, the policies? You're so mad the Ku Klux Klan, but who's the one who signed all these policies that work against? Who was the one who signed in this whole war of drugs things and made coke less, uh, less of a sentence and crack ten times a sentence and then put crack in these neighborhoods? But you're mad at the Ku Klux Klan. No, for what? He goes, He goes. most of the time, the, the white people, black people are mad at couldn't help them even if they liked them. Even if your neighbor Jerry doesn't like you because you're black, 
even if he did like you, he still wouldn't be able to help you because he's not the one in the White House signing public policy. He's not the one to, uh, at the bank, like not loaning money to like, it's not him. He's not the one signing these papers that puts things into law. You know what I mean? Like there's laws that work against black people that are racist laws. Like that's what you, the people who are doing that, those very select few group of people, that's who your distaste should be directed towards. Not to say that, oh, all white people are evil. Bro, they don't have no power. They don't even, they can't do no, Like, what are you mad at them for? You know what I'm saying? One person signs something negative in, in office, now you're mad at everybody. You know? So, the book was very eye-opening. And like before, it's not that I'm racist. I didn't, like, especially in the way you get, most people are listening. When I say you guys, people listening. Not in a way you guys understand racist is what I meant by I'm racist, because I'm not that. I have no hate in my heart for anybody. It's just the fact that I have belief systems that are not true, and my belief systems help create an environment where racism can live. Because I have beliefs that, oh, if I'm white, you know, oh, because I'm black, I'm probably more athletic. Like, that's just not true. You know what I mean? We're all 99.99% the same. Like, there's really no genetic difference. You know what I mean? Like, so. There's only one thing that's true. That's son of... Son of Duke is in. Yeah, but even but <laughs> I'm Gucci. But it's like, bro. <laughs> but guess what? If we put if we took our family line, right, and mm-hmm. put them in somewhere cold, eventually our genes. I think I forgot this. I don't know this. I might. I'm gonna butcher this. So there's a study like of genomes. So a lot of these genes and stuff are like dormant in us, mm-hmm. and they get activated. I think based on the environment, and your environment can be like your real environment or even your mental environment. Like the way the amount of stress you hold in your head activate certain genes in you so that's what like diseases and stuff they're, tra- they're starting to figure out like yo you being stressed out all the time actually triggers certain di- certain di- genes of diseases to activate you, wor- you can worry yourself sick literally you know what i mean so it's so it's more so about it's, it's racist bro bro skin color and shit bro it's really the fact that we even like well it was sold to us but like i don't know if it would be broken because Humans do like to put themselves into groups. That's why, like, the Yankees, Red Sox, for instance, is so, like, thriving. People like to put themselves into groups and then associate for the group, chair for their group. So that part, that part of humans is natural. What was unnatural is the fact that we started grouping ourselves by race. So you can never stop humans from putting themselves into groups and, and, and wanting their group to go further ahead than the other group. The fact is that now that we do it about race, and that's the issue. What we really should do is we're just all the human race. Yeah. But. And we should fix pro- problems. And I feel like you mentioned this at hand to, like, fix the actual problems. Like, we were talking about this when we were talking about the gender thing. Mm-hmm. That we should focus on fixing, like, actual problems instead of, like, trying to blame, like, other things. I feel like that was, like, another good point that mm-hmm. you were talking about. when. And with race, bro? The real like, <coughs> there's policies. Yeah. There has to be there's laws and yeah, like that, so. bro. That are like, bro. They still haven't even got the fact that, like, bro. There's legal slaves. Mm-hmm. People are legally slaves. Like you go to the jail. These all these, like these big jails, and they force people to work for free. What is the third? What does the amendment say? Slavery's illegal unless, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. And now what do you have? What what happened after that? What what's the what's the U.S. incarceration? What do they do with these people? They're working. They put yeah. lot. They put yeah. them to work for free. It's wild. 
You know what I mean? So you got to look at this stuff, bro. And if you really want racism to change, it's not so much about, well, the, this, this white lady at the at the gas station always giving me a problem. She raises, I'm going to tell her about her. What are you doing? Meanwhile, you, you lock some people that was locked up for, for weed, which is legal now, and then forcibly put to work. Like, that's the issue. Yeah. You know. That's where we need to start from. Issue and come out. And branch out. I mean, like, <clears throat> like you, like I said before, like we have to start focusing on on like real issues and and things like the real problems of situations instead of like trying to blame it on other things. Yeah. I have a current event. Um, Matt Gatlin. Did you guys see? Uh, rich but then you're at this like event that everyone that attends it is rich mm. you know i think especially i what, think what's, what's repeated for the people yeah. who might not pick it up that I might be listening to audio okay. so uh jace brought up a, a current event of the week the new york fashion well it was met gala yeah. new york yeah. fashion week uh what's what's her name uh aoc a- Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez she wore a dress that the back of the dress said tax the rich and uh, there was a bunch of mixed reviews about the dress um, because she's at like one of the most prestigious events <clears throat> 30k a plate 30k a plate word 30k a plate yikes mm. I, I think the issues and it's, it's not it's only a liberal issue it's not all politicians so liberal <laughs> politicians I think what they don't realize sometimes is like they have this, this, some of them are at war with the rich and they don't realize that they are rich. You know what I'm saying? So when you're saying things like tax the rich, if you make over six figures, you're pretty much the, 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 what the per capita, I think for America is like what, 50,000, 55, that. So if you're making 300,000, you're you're a rich you you're rich. I'm gonna say wealthy, but you're a rich person. So there's like this war against rich people, and I'm curious for what. Like, what's your problem with rich people? But I think what they really mean is like Jeff Bezos or something. But it's like, yo, that guy worked his ass off for yeah. like 20 years. That ass. What's your problem with him? You should be thanking him because what the amount of pe- the what because of what he did. Look how many employees Amazon has. Look how much look how much they progress society. What's your, what are you going to do with the money? Put it towards the military? I, I think they don't like the fact that the rates for taxing like and everything mm-hmm. is lower for the rich. Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. Because if their percentages were the same as everyone else's, I what don't do you mean lower for the rich? Like, and, that, and that's, I would say that's another thing, lower? too. People don't realize, like, I know a lot of rich people, bro. They pay stupid amounts of yeah, taxes. They, they do, do, they do. But there's also, way, the more money you have, the more ways there is to get rid of your taxes. Yeah, but there's ways, like, you could feel yeah. like, obviously, like, if you want, especially, mostly business owners. If you're a business owner, you can finesse. Yeah, but definitely. But, bro. And most, most people do. No, I think no. that, most, that's what a lot of people's issues most, is. Like, people think most people are doing what Donald Trump did. No. Most people, yeah, like, even me. I even, bro, I, I do what I can to pay as little taxes as possible. I, yeah, as you should. Everyone does that. 
But yep. to be like, yo, the rich don't pay... People who believe the rich don't pay taxes, that's a terrible misconception. Yeah. Like, and these even, people are dropping... I'm sorry, continue. No, 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 go. No, I cut you I off. Think, I think the people that believe that without cause is an issue. But there is, like, public records of people that uh, own, like, own hospitals. Mm-hmm. People that, like... There's a lot of there's a lot of people yeah. that are in certain industries that they figure out a way to get out of paying taxes, and, and, and a lot of that stuff is public record. So for the people who are talking about cases like that, mm-hmm. I would agree with them. But, but it's the for same, the people who are just saying it just to say, it, I wouldn't agree. Bro, it's the same thing I said, we said before about the race thing, though. You what we tend to do as humans is is there's a I forgot what the bias is called the actual name, but we take one thing and we generalize that to the group, right? So we might see something like you're saying couple people finessing here and there we might see someone like donald trump and be like oh that's what all of them do bro it's not like that you know what i'm saying you got people paying like people get on amazon for not paying taxes as a company bro i was i I had a project on them when i was in college when i was in college bro we were looking at their financial statements part of project no one said anything when amazon was losing billion dollars every year when they were losing all this money when they were in the red red red, i remember red red and and i would told myself I'm like, how is this country even a, around? Like, how, how are they going to make it? Amazon. Just fast forward. Like, when they were just selling books and doing all these things, losing money, losing money. Then, and when they were expanding, losing money, losing money, losing money. And now that they're making money and he's, he's he set off to the sunset to go do his little spaceship, now it's a problem. But when he was losing all this money, not a word, right? You know what I'm saying? That's why people, bro. Yeah, I don't think, I don't I, I understand why people get, like, um, I guess frustrated because it's always going to be, like, it's always going to be different. Even if it was to be the same, we were going to get taxed the same, it wouldn't be, like, the same percentage because not everybody's making the same, obviously. Yeah. So, I, I think, understand I the, frust- the frustration, but, yeah, it's kind of just, like, petty, like, envy. jealous shit. I think most like, people who talk smack... They would switch lives in a second. Yeah, cause what the fuck? Like you, you just, work so I, I, hard and. I don't know. I feel. I feel like right now we're kind of we're being a little one sided. I do think there is a, I, I, there is an underbelly of that those things that this has b- been brought up for. You feel me? Like there's a reason why people have brought brought this up. We may be be seeing like the positive sides of it. Like yeah, this person might be getting out of this, or that person might be getting out of this, but there pro- they there could be. Just as many people doing that as there's as many people doing the wrong thing, you feel me? Mm-hmm. It could be completely split. Or there, there could be more doing the right thing than less. Mm-hmm. But I think that statement just needs to focus on the people who aren't doing it correctly. Not more so than the people who are doing it correctly. Because those people don't matter because they're doing what they need to be doing. And they're mm-hmm. the people who are getting the right out, like Amazon, they're talking about all of the people. But all everyone that works there has a stake in the company. Mm-hmm. Everyone that works there. Like, he makes sure, like, I mean, yeah, you have things that are under his control, but aren't really under his control. He doesn't work there no more. Huh? He doesn't work there no, no more. No, I know. Yeah. But th- there was things that were, like, people were like, oh, these workers aren't being treated well. Maybe there's a regional director that that fell under. <laughs> and he didn't do his job. Or maybe there's yeah. a, you feel me, there's other people. That's not Jeff Bezos telling a low-level person in the company, no, you can't have all for your daughter's birthday. So, like, yeah. customer morale yeah. doesn't have anything to do with the CEO yeah. of the company. So, I understand yeah. that. But I just think that statement, I would stick to that based on the people who are doing the wrong things yeah. and getting out of taxes the wrong way. Yeah. And but as far as the people who are making a lot of money, that fucking they getting these write-offs here and there, and it's profiting them and it's helping other people too. Fuck it. 
And that's do you think, bro? And that's such a human thing, to like we humans love to focus on like the negative things. You know what I mean? So like one or a couple bad people has more of a significant impact on a human than the thousand. Like I think they say for every one bad thing that happens to you, you need like twenty good things to happen to you to really offset the bad thing in your head. And that's so human, bro. Like why do we? I don't know why God made us this way, but like we love the negative side of things always. Like even her tax the rich, and now because of that, because of the way she moves and the things she says, there is a cusp of people who might firmly believe that rich people don't pay taxes. Yeah. Because of what she did, that now there's probably a group of Americans who are are negative, and because they negatively feel towards rich people, now they don't want to become rich, and now they don't want to work hard to do maybe make a lot of money because they think people who are rich are evil people when it's like no now you're hurting your family you know what i'm saying because of this belief system where you're getting a belief system given to you without an explanation tax the rich or she says she says a lot of bad things about rich people or like yeah. those people and it's like bro do, like when she talks when you talk about someone like jeff bezos are you talking about the fact that he quit his corporate job put his family at risk and went to go work in his garage for all these years and then built the biggest company in the world from the ground up. Do yeah. you tell that story? I, I think you just have to be, you have to be educated on what you're radical about. I think that's the, that's what people aren't doing. You shouldn't be radical every, about anything, bro. Every, almost anything. Not, not There's very few things to be radical. About. Not, not radical, but things that you believe in and that you're willing to like push forward. You need to, you, you need to do all the information Research all, all the information that you need before you start just spewing things out. Because people, oh my God, tax the rich, do this, do that. But if you don't know what you're talking about, then you shouldn't be disagreeing with that. You feel me? Like, you shouldn't you shouldn't be telling people, oh, we need to we need to do this or we need to do that. But what if there's another way besides doing that to, to get that money to free that money up? What if the reason why these people are doing these things is so they can take this money? And like, I'm pretty sure you're not looking at all these people's accounts. You're not. Now, is a, a lot of people want to be outraged by shit, but they don't know what they're outraged about. Like the same, the same way, like to play devil's advocate with what you just said, right? Mm-hmm. How you're saying that because they said that thing, people focus on that one small thing, but there's a bigger scheme. There were people that were using that argument for Black Lives Matter, like, oh yeah, you guys are saying that this small amount of people is being killed by the police. It's not a lot. There's actually more white people being killed by the police, but there actually is more white people. Yeah. Then there are black people, so duh. Yeah. And you, <laughs> yes, you look at yeah. all the people that aren't being killed by the police, but that statement isn't too focused on all the people that aren't being killed. Mm-hmm. Just like this statement isn't necessarily focused on everybody that is doing the right thing, but the people who are um, outraged by the the people who are doing the wrong thing, like be more specific. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I think everybody within everything they're doing needs to be more specific. And I'm not saying Black Lives Matter, matter needs and to be more specific, but bro, I do think we started getting into the fact that, you know, it's like defund the police and this is and, wrong and police brutality and, 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 and look is, into these things. And, that's like, the, and I think especially with politics and like politicians, I feel like they have this belief that the average, like they're smarter or more intellectual than the average citizen. Mm-hmm. So they just give out like they, they're very, they always want to be like catchy or smooth or like that's it, the game, text the rich or uh, like something always like fancy and not like, they will never like. I feel like possibly, state the problem. They never won't. They won't do that because they feel like I think they believe that average. They're smarter than the average citizen. Almost like they don't 
need to let us make our own decisions or they don't need to let us um, make like think things out because what's the point? Because that's when you leave the leeway for that silver lining of he was like, oh, but this happens. Like if the statement was, if it wasn't black life, let's play double accurate. If it wasn't black lives matter and the statement was stop, get black, get police to stop killing black people, mm-hmm. unarmed black people. And that was a statement. Mm-hmm. That was the whole movement. Anyone who disagrees with that, you know they're problematic. Yeah. If the statement was tax the companies who are wrongfully getting out of their taxes and who aren't doing things for their community. Mm-hmm. If that was a statement and anyone has a problem with that, well, oh, just because they're doing it wrong and, and they're not <laughs> going to help the good. Anyone that's arguing against that, you know what side they're on. It's very clear. Mm-hmm. If you say tax the rich, you're going to be like, oh, but there's people that 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 are rich that worked hard, and they, you feel me? which is valid. And if you say... Black Lives Matter people, there's people like, oh, well, all lives matter. Everyone should matter. Every And that's true. All yeah. these things are true in a perfect world, but mm-hmm. we're not in a fucking perfect world. Mm-hmm. And as far as we see the last two years, we're fucking far from it. So the fact that the matter is that you have to be specific in your argument because people are lazy and people aren't going to look to see yeah. that people are going to first look to see the problem in whatever you're saying. Mm-hmm. Just like this lady, the amount of money that you spent on the dress on the plate at the at the event, all these, all that fucking money you talking about tax the rich, that shit is fucking being a tax write off for one of these big ass companies. Yeah, because they definitely get it to her for free. You feel what? me? Everything was for free, so it's like you t- right you're you're trying to portray that you're not part of the problem, and you in the fucking belly of that shit. Literally. You're in the belly of that shit. You're with all the people. You're rubbing elbows. It's not like you're there saying tax the rich, and then you're just in the thing moving tag. Like, nah, I ain't fucking with you, nigga. Let me see your tax breaks. Like, no, you're in there mixing, mingling, getting contacts, making relations, all this other stuff. And my, and my thing is, too, bro, it's hard for me to believe. Like, are you not, like, you rich. You're rich, right? Like, you're, you're she's probably well off. Mm-hmm. She's a politician. She's a congress. She's probably rich. Oh, yeah, we've been, we've been chatting it up, boy. Mm. Okay, oh, what time is it? We didn't do song of the Oh, yeah, we got to do song of the week. We've been chatting. Time flew by today. Holy shit. An hour? Been talking for an hour? Jesus Christ. What the hell? Wait, yeah, Austin, you want to move on? Yeah, what the hell? All right, so, so <laughs> Song of the Week this week uh, features a member of DGC, Jalen. Uh, he's not in the song, but he's in the video. It is Matchmind. Is, is this a local artist? Oh, we got to tell yeah. him what we're doing now. Uh... No, nah, we're not gonna announce it. We're just gonna start doing it. But yeah, this week Richie, Cool Beans, Plainfield Natives, uh, Jalen's Boys. Uh, it's a really important song for that group. You know, Jalen lost his brother a couple months ago, and this is a song that you know they shot um, in memoriam of him. It's a really good song. Match mine, uh, Richie featuring Cool Beans on YouTube. Go stream that. Bow. Bow. My homie did I can get back time. I see your energy match mine. I done been fucked up. I done been dead, bro. With my homies and that's fine. I tell my youngest niggas stop crying. Straight to the money, nigga, match time. 
you do shit we don't condone Pillow talking on our phone Send the nigga to the flat line I got niggas in the field drumming Think I'm Dr. Lee Hit the gas after we pill something Ain't no stopping me He like can I get a deal or something If you copping three First time I got a couple pints Felt like I copped the key Qualitist and MGP She said that I'm my asshole Told her that's a fact Give a fuck who you gon' get Bitch you won't get them back I got Millie riding with me He'll turn into a pack I be feeling like a Mac In this fucking Cadillac Pull up that loud pack, chill out with that fine top of fearing all these niggas. I be feeling like a bastard. Bad bitch with me, putting dick all by her tonsils. She said she fuck with blow, bro. Got something for your nostril. My bitches say I'm different when I leave it, something missing. Sometimes they still don't listen, but I guess they come with pimping. Flocko hit the bitches, bro. Find out what they sipping. Gotta stay up off our G's. My homie, that I can get match. I see your energy match, mom. I done been fucked up. I done been dead, bro. With my homies, and that's fine. I tell my youngest niggas, I'm Straight to the money, nigga, max time You do shit we don't condone Pillow talking on our phone Send a nigga to the flat line Woo! I didn't had a long day I'm from a place where niggas get murdered in broad day Mostly over pussy, they swear that they fall sway While I was in the dog, cut them shorty from Pompeii And shooting all these rifles, Michaela and Kanye I'm a different type of nigga, boy Don't fuck with me If you ain't really with it, boy Skinny With pride of a midget, boy And if I want your bitch, I could really get it, boy I move with a smile With a mind of a savage And I love my girl pussy I crave it like an addict Fell in love with she Looked at me at a pageant Her pops went around So she treated me like a daddy Understand this, I'm that nigga and if you got me, you can get bigger. And now you take the nigga, you get rid of. And now shine, shine, consider. My homie, that I can get back. This week, right? The episode, episode 40. It's another milestone, whatever. Okay. So I had seen last week, like everybody else did, they did that fucking Blue's Clues thing. The what? Ta- Blues Clues, like Steve, he released some video. What? What? The, I didn't see this. The, the original guy from Blues Clues, he released a video. He was saying, like, he knows he left the show abruptly. He was telling people why he left the show. He left it to Zoo College and all this other stuff. People think it's bullshit. We don't care. Yeah, what? and he was just saying, like, <laughs> it was it was just, like, some some heartfelt... How long ago did that happen? Exactly. Like, 20 years ago? But, yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was <laughs> mad long ago. Yeah, he came out and put a public statement about something that happened 20 years ago. Like, what year or Yeah, but it was, like, through... It, it was it was PR for Blue Screws. That's why they kind of did it. it was, like, he didn't do it, like, on his own personal profile type shit. So it was like as a like they did the three generations of the C's. Oh, on okay, the show. okay. It was a perp. Oh. And, and then it was it was marketing. Oh, okay, I thought he just came out of nowhere. No, no, it was no, like, no. He was in his bag today and decided to press record. It's oh, like, oh, if he was in character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was oh. in character. Yeah, <laughs> he was in character. Gotcha. He was in character as Steve, and he was saying that like he's like I've he's like I've been along he's like I've, he's like I've been away from you guys so much. He's like you've grown so much, and like since I've last seen you, he's like I'm glad we're still friends. And he says like why he left and stuff like that. And he was like, through all these years, he's like, you've like kept trying and you kept doing stuff, whatever. And so a bunch of people was like talking about it on the internet. There's obviously people making fun of it. Some people was like, yo, that's like, really, it, it, it's fucking weird. But it's like a blues clues thing, like really hit home for them, like as a grown ass adult, like at, like where they are in their life right now. So I thought with like us hitting another milestone within forty, like another ten, uh, you know, we talk about like the growth of us, the growth of the episodes, like how far we've come in our journeys you know stuff like that so I thought it, that would spark up an interesting conversation my public speaking skills have gone to another level from doing this podcast mm-hmm. like at work 
started a book. I'm the book club leader, and I gotta like host meetings and speak. I never miss a beat. Like, even when I'm doing like other speaking events, or like someone wants me to host their event, I don't fumble over my words. I speak clearly. I don't even need like a script. I could just speak now because I'm so used to just sitting down the podcast and just speaking. So thoughts come to me. No- so I think doing this has helped me in my public speaking skills. It's made me more selective with the words that I use. Like I'm more, I have a habit now, like when I'm really trying to articulate myself, because of this, I'm able to like really slow down and think about every single word I want to use when I'm speaking. And do, doing this podcast, because it's all, all auditory, I think it's just helped me re- re- enhance my speaking ability in all aspects. So thank you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's definitely gotten me out of my comfort zone. <clears throat> I not like really I'm a people person but not a people DK. person yeah now you're an extrovert <sighs> yeah no I don't really be liking people too much so um yeah it just kind of got me out of my comfort zone and being open and free to express my thoughts without being like like always like oh but what if how does that like what about what this person thinks like I kind of just found my own, <coughs> my own thoughts, I guess. You like, know, you know, what I can say too, Lay. Hmm. Remember, when you used to say like a lot. Yeah. You don't do that anymore. Oh. Well, I can't do it like. Really no, maybe like here and there, but remember, yeah. you used to say it like a lot. Like, yeah. But now you just don't. Thank you. I appreciate okay. you for. And I th- and I think you're more open now. You speak louder. You're more confident. Yeah. I could definitely see that change from like the first time you were a guest to now. You definitely a lot of growth. I feel it. I feel like comfortable, like just my little my little zen. So I come out here and do our thing. Zen the fuck out. Zen the fuck out. CTFO. Yeah. But uh me personally, I feel like since the podcast has started, I'm able to um, kind of, I don't know, how, how do I describe this? Because now you guys have freaking put me through mad loopholes today. How to try, try to describe shit. You're going no issues, bro. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, no, nah, honestly, though, it, I think how I've grown since the podcast has started is just, like, dealing with, um, I guess, adversity more, I guess I would say. Cause a, a lot of a lot of things in life, for me and for most people, you know, are things that you you know you can't really control. And this podcast was actually a result of that. You know, I had to take a gap year off football, and this is something I started like while I was at school. It's like trying to do all the planning for it, trying to figure out how I do it, what does the pieces look like, and I made the profile for the podcast maybe in like. I want to say, like, November, like, 2018, mm-hmm. something like that. Whole time thing, I'm like, yo, am I going to record by myself? I've never done it by a guy. Just the whole time, it's the planning and just seeing everything fall into place, I think, for me, outside of, you know, things in my life not being in place gave me more perspective on things that, you know, sometimes you don't know how things are going to work out. Mm-hmm. You don't really see how... You know how to get things started but it's still important to take that first step yeah. and as you take that first step you figure things as you go along mm-hmm. and then you find people you find a tribe 
you know, and it's important to keep those people around you because, you know, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about how important it is that we all found people that are like-minded. And Jace was saying, like, as far as that, like, that's a win within itself because there's a lot of people who maybe don't succeed because they're around people that they they don't breed an environment where that's a possible thing. Yep. And I think with us, you know, holding each other accountable, you know, making sure that everybody's, you know, getting sharper, you know, we're doing things that kind of suits everybody, that it's it's conducive to the behavior of, like, creating positive attributes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's most important, and that's how maybe I've grown in this, in this time because this whole time, you know, I still haven't been able to step back to the field. You know, I got a scholarship that I wasn't able to just constantly, like, I mean, just instantly, like, go in and go, and go do. And usually, like, that would, like, get me so upset. It's like, you know, I finally felt like everything was about to happen, everything was set, but it's just like, nah, maybe take one more semester, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe just, it just gave me that, that, that peace of mind to just know, like, even if it's not happening exactly how you need it to happen, it's still happening. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, kind of enjoy the process and just to make sure that you're, you're, kind of being aware of the emotions in that time because like that's like we're in our origin story right now so like that's how I really feel like mm-hmm. when I think about this shit like you think it's, we get a movie yeah I mean what, what, what Drake said you know to make a movie it's gonna be hard to reenact you feel me no cap we're gonna dramatize it gonna throw us fighting during planning meetings for no I reason right? <laughs> yo we should do it this way <laughs> <laughs> but not nah, like yeah, that's the. Uh, I think that I think, like I'm, I'm, really happy. That this has started, and I know usually I'm, I don't, you know, get this much caught up, but just trying to get everything out of my head, because like you guys really have put yourselves into something that you don't even know what it is. You feel me? Like I just asked something of you guys, and you guys made sure that you, you know, brought yourself into something and. I think for most people, like, if somebody's like, yo, go apply for this job, and they're like, oh, what do they do? I don't know. What do they, what do they pay? I don't know. Like, most people's not going to go to that interview. You feel me? So I feel like that's kind of how this happened. And the fact that you guys did it is kind of, I feel like it's all the strength of me. And I will always appreciate you guys for that. And I'll do that shit again. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, how we rock. Yeah. So, um, yeah, as far as, like, personal growth with the show, like, how do you guys feel like, you know, some of the things that you were dealing with in your personal lives. Wait, breaking news? What compared happened? to... Something about the FBI. What the... What yeah, I say? We got our current event. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something about the FBI, too. What did it say? Yeah. No, break, breaking news on DC. Human remains found in Wyoming are consistent with the description of Gabby Petito. Oh, no. That's sad. That's that girl that went missing. Yeah. That's sad. Hey. All right. What are we saying now? But, um... <clears throat> Yeah, like, what? how do you think things outside of yourself and the podcast, not how it affects you in your life, but just how things have progressed since you started? Like, look at that check mark of you know, when we started, when you started. Like, you think it's going in a more positive direction, maybe right now. You know, you're in a, mm-hmm. in a stage where things may not be the best, but, like, just talk about a little bit about that, about your growth and stuff. Oh, like, outside the pod, like? Yeah, personal. Oh, so personal growth? Mm-hmm. Well, when the pod started, I think I just moved into this apartment. So that's been a lot of... I don't know for anyone who's ever lived with the with a girlfriend or something, or a boyfriend. 
I'm just gonna let you guys know <coughs> that shit ain't. <coughs> Sorry. Bless you. Did you sneeze? I was, no, I was trying to stop myself from laughing. Oh. Oh, but as I was saying, that shit is not photo week. Uh, if you're gonna do that, just be prepared. I know some people want to do it to get cute. <laughs> let me tell you something. Don't do it to get cute. You do it unless if you, you gotta be prepared. There's a lot of conversations you're gonna be having that I would uh, recommend not. Only do it if you're gonna do it. So, um, that happened, bro. Career-wise, gotten better. I took over more responsibilities. So, hopefully I get this raise. This is coming up, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but, uh, yeah, took a lot more responsibilities, man, and just a lot more of, of finding out myself and uh, who I am. I feel like I'm in a very big, what's it, like a trans, a transformational phase of my life because I think with prior, <clears throat> I was ending my realization phase where I, I had to accept uh, reality like I had to figure out what reality was like what is real life you know I had to study I had to mature myself I had to learn and educate myself not educate myself in terms of a scholastic a school like no educate yourself on what's life like what is it really like out here yeah. and I did that and then now <clears throat> I go through a phase where it's like yo you gotta accept these things you have to accept the harsh realities of life you know what I mean you have to ex- there's certain things that about reality that are just true and they're not great. We don't live in an ideal world, we live in the world and some of these harsh realities you have to accept. And right now I'm in a phase where truly accepting them and through that I know I'll transform into a new person because it's been a complete rinsing of my belief systems and creating a new belief system that I know will help me fare better in this world. So I feel like that's where I'm at right now in my life and I know once this is over, that it's just gonna be like a butterfly coming out of a cocoon or like a bird coming out of an egg, you know what I mean? It's gonna be something new and better than what I was, so. <clears throat> From where I started to now is honestly been a movie. I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. My life has been a, like a roller coaster, and I, honestly, <clears throat> I feel like it's just like kind of me finding myself right now. Like, I'm just, like, in that that young and dumb phase, and I'm, like, fucking up, and I'm figuring it out, and then I'm fucking up again, and then I'm figuring it out. Um, But other than that, I'm just blessed to be alive, man. There's so much more worse shit that could be going on, and I'm kind of just blessed that I have uh, somewhere to sleep at night. I have y'all. If I ever need somebody to come to, and... I just kind of just been working on myself and trying to be better for future me, you know. Mm-hmm. So. You didn't mention the haircut. Yeah, chopped all my hair off. That was just, uh, it's giving me very skin cringy, like. Wait, oh, you don't, you don't, you wish you didn't do that? No, no you did say that. They said yeah. if we ever want to cut your hair again, don't let you. Don't do it. Yeah. Think about it. It looks nice though. It looks very nice, very much uh, Megan Good vibes. I know, but still, it's just like uh, I hate it. Santi. Um, outside of the podcast, I feel like I've become more uh, goal oriented. I would say. Mm, I like that. Um, since we started, uh, I definitely started reading more. Well, again, since we started, because I in school, it's you always have to read. 
you know, what they're telling you to read. And you have to, you know, go through this PDF and read pages 80 through 95. And this is like, if I'm reading 15 pages of some other shit, I'm definitely not going to want to go read the actual book on the side. <laughs> That's my real So, no I cap. think, you know, me being outside of school it helped me get back into that. And, you know, cuz over here lend, lending her brother some books. I'm a library. Um, Literally. Uh, what else? I think I've become more... Well, today's not a good display of it, but I've become less argumentative as a result of the podcast. He's been very argumentative today. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. Very combative. And, and that's yep, you're completely right. <laughs> and that's me not being argumentative. Uh, I've been able to articulate myself a lot better um, as far as it comes to like you know conversations and dealing with other people's ideals and having that okay like all right we can agree to disagree because we've had some podcasts go fucking two hours because we're all in here just like no you're wrong remember that day we were arguing about uh young thug the most influential rapper and for like four hours we argued on a break (laughs) on a break i have the song in the week on a break we were arguing (laughs) no cap always gets like that with y'all because yeah, it's competitive out here. <clears throat> but yeah, I think I think outside a, a lot of my attributes in my everyday life has gotten better. Um, you know, I definitely feel like I've taken the time more to put work within myself and realize that me as myself is a, a, a entity that I can you know make money off of, as far as like master studios and you know the podcast and stuff like that, making myself more marketable. Uh, relationships have gotten a lot better. You know, definitely like meet a lot of new people. Um, I think me staying out of uh, uh, what do you call that? Drama. Yeah, but drama as like staying um, what is it called when you're not like dealing with anybody? I want to say celibate. Oh, like relationship wise. Yeah. Single. I think that's yeah. what. It- yeah, I would say, you same. know, I'm definitely was single when it started. I'm still single. And I think that has been a good thing for me because a lot of times before I feel like I would, uh, you know, get involved with other people. And then when you get involved with other people, take on the drama. I mean, it's not, it's not only just drama, but it's just, you know, you having to take the energy to get to learn someone else, mm-hmm. uh, get to know like what makes them tick and all that stuff like that's the energy required for other people and at, at a point in life that is always i would say that energy that, that needs to be put into another person but i just think as far as it comes to me right now it's best that i put all that shit into myself yeah. no, 100%. so um <clears throat> yeah a bunch of things have changed but it's like it's small compound changes i'm not necessarily that that much more in a better position than i was before but I feel little things are getting better. Um, you know, got 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 a little bread in my pocket, cooling out, you know, shit like that. But yeah, everything is a it's, it's small wins. That's how I'm learning to see things. Is everything is gonna be small wins. And I think, as far as you know, having the podcast, you can kind of gauge things yeah. in your life to go along because it's like, oh, Sunday's right there. Yeah, you know, you just think about it. So and my plant died. Your plan died. R.P. What was his name? His or her name? I didn't have one. You didn't even name it. You name plans? You disrespectful. Yeah. 
You name plants? It's a living, right? Oh, okay. That one, the big tall one, we gonna call that. It's your show. It's your kids. All right, we're going to call that one. You're going to tweet out in the hospital? What's your name this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> that one we're going to call Long Bread. Long Bread? Yeah. Okay. This one we're going to call Sharkisha. Okay. And that one we're going to call the Django. Django, you mean? Long Bread, The Django. I like the Django. You want to pronounce the D? I feel like it because it, it like... <sighs> It's a long, it's, I feel like it's growing long. It gives me that kind of vibe. Like a whip? All right. All right. All right wow. All right, he already all said right. he was racist early in the episode. Wow. But nah, yeah. I feel like everybody's definitely making um, strides and, you know, trying their best. So I think it's time to wrap up. We done with Jace? No. No. Okay. Jace said he's only been here for like a month or two. We didn't really record. That's crazy, right? Be like that, but don't forget. There's no beeping. All right, don't forget. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. Subscribe, uh, rate, and comment on the show. Whatever platform you use, rate it. Oh, whatever platform you use, rate the show and comment. Por favor, yo necesito eso. Gracias. Do that thing. Um, this has been another episode of the Demigod Chronicles. We appreciate you for tuning in, whether you start listening after 15 seconds, whether you made it to this point. We appreciate you for even giving us a chance. Uh, follow everyone on their respective social medias at cb.lopez at Elijah Ashley when she's available. Because she's exclusive, like a sneaker drop. She's been, she been active now, though. She's active right now. She's so big active me. right now, though. Go tap in with Larry. <laughs> you got J-I-A-J at J-Squay and myself at um master studios mstrd underscore studio spelled with a v and underscore underscore demigod underscore and follow the page on instagram at the dgc underscore and on instagram at the demigod chronicles underscore uh schedule sunday greenhouse poe feel me shout out gang go get that once again we're not in a gang and yeah this has been episode 40 you know check your growth uh fucking Drink water, mind your business, be kind to people. Christian people some Spanish. Gracias para escuchando. Te aprecio muchísimo. Gracias por todo. Y estamos bien. This has been another installment. Out of here. Bow. Game out.